0: Hi, welcome to the Moonshine Moonshot podcast. We're here to move humanity forward. It's the mission of our business, Moonshine Agency. Uh, We're all about impact, how to make an impact and how to make the impossible possible, hence Moonshot. So uh, I'm Sue Collins, your host.
1: And I'm Mike Hill. Yeah, Moonshot, what's Moonshot? Where's that come from? Goes back to JFK when he said, we want to land the first man on the moon within a decade and did it. Go JFK. Awesome, and it inspires us all to make the impossible happen with time-bound deadlines from X to Y by when. So the topic of today's conversation is...
0: How long should my video be? And the reason we've actually come to this topic is because it's a really common point of confusion for anyone who is about to launch into any kind of video project of any type in any platform. How long should my video be? You know, there's different durations. Instagram wants them under a minute. Facebook wants them under two minutes. YouTube saying between 11 to 18 minutes is the sweet spot. So how long should your video be?
1: It depends. And it depends on what you're trying to achieve and which platform you're going out on. Often the best solution is to create a variety of versions of different durations. Versioning videos is cost effective and it gives you the maximum opportunity to make the most of a video communication.
0: Yes. And I think even before that, I, I would actually say before you pick your platform and your duration, you want to make sure you've got good content because, I always am a really firm believer in that if you've got a really good story, it doesn't matter if it's two minutes or 12 minutes, people are going to stick around and watch it and then you can do exactly what you're saying. You can carve it all up for the different platforms and just have something really engaging people are going to want to see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what, what makes great content great content? I think it's really about resonating with your audience. So it's always key to get back to your audience, their worldview. What do they look like? How do they think?
0: Yeah, and how are you going to tell that story that they're going to be wanting to hear, which is um, another really important area to explore. So, you know, if you're not used to making videos and you're not used to telling stories, it can all sound a little bit kind of uh, creative uh, and a little bit unnerving. So
1: So why are we serving up this content today? Because we think that our audience are people that are interested in creating impactful communications. And the question comes up at almost every pre-production meeting that we do, What's the duration, how long should it be? So we're hoping that if you're tuning in, we're serving you up a piece of content that's useful to you because you need to know these answers and this is gonna be really helpful content in guiding your communication strategy going forward.
0: Yeah and I think you can do a little bit of research on each platform so if you know your audience is going to be on Facebook for an example, um, Facebook tends to like videos under two minutes because that's what people if they're scrolling through their feed often people are watching without sound so they'll read the, the subtitles and They have obviously figured out around two minutes is around the time people will tune in and watch for. So anything under two minutes is going to be really great and perform really well.
1: Yeah, Facebook is, uh, you know, a really quick impression platform. They even uh, count a video view for anyone who's watched for over three seconds. That is 10 times less than YouTube, which counts a video view at over 30 seconds. So it's very much a short form content platform as far as video goes. So when using video for Facebook it can be used really nicely in tandem with YouTube because you can create a shorter version for Facebook of under two minutes have a call to action at the end that drives people to your platform, your website where they can watch the longer piece of content which is going to of course make a deeper impression because it's longer and giving more essential information.
0: Mm, and I think you can also do things like with what you're saying there, you can create, you know, your 2-minute video that pushes people to YouTube to see the longer video because the content's so good that they want more. Absolutely. But you can also, because Instagram likes really short, snackable, bite-sized pieces, you you can just grab the key comments, like the really pithy comments from the video and just whack up a whole bunch of 15-second clips from that onto Instagram, which you can also push people back to your longer-form content. So that's a different way. So again, it's using the same content but just repurposing it in different ways.
1: So if you're hiring a professional and you're working with a third-party company or you might have someone in your team who can do this stuff, you really want to start with that longer form of content because it is the premium content that is tailored to your audience to give them all of the information they need. And that'll be the duration that it needs to be. And it's likely to live on your blog, your website uh, and YouTube. And then you take from that longer premium content, once that's been approved, you version it down to a Facebook you know friendly duration of maybe 90 seconds and then you version that down to an Instagram friendly version probably under 60 seconds or for Insta stories you're flipping the you know to vertical format you know all of that stuff should happen at the end of the process as you're getting shorter and shorter and shorter so start long and cut down from there.
0: Mm. And I think something that um, isn't really common knowledge that people may not understand about the nuance between YouTube versus Facebook is that YouTube's got a very different way of operating to Facebook so YouTube for example is I think it's number two search engine in the world so you can really use keywords to build the title of your video and then when someone does a search in Google so they might type in for example like with this one how long should my video be when they put that into Google it's going to pop up video content first just try this and you'll understand what I'm saying the videos appear at the top of the screen and then under that list all the blog content or articles that might relate to those keywords in how long should my video be?
1: That is definitely the power of YouTube being part of the Google sphere of you know searchability. Um, you're gonna get that benefit. So you're gonna find that your videos are accumulating views over a much longer period of time if they're optimized around keywords. Uh, If you're looking for more functional options, Vimeo is a really good option because they do offer some functionality that you don't get in YouTube. You can gather email addresses, Uh, both platforms offer cards that you can throw up on screen. I like the Vimeo, the new Vimeo feature that allows you to have chapter points. So Mm. if you've got a longer video, people can jump to this specific part of the video that they're interested in. So I think, uh, you know, Vimeo also has some benefits there. but there's no reason not to go out on both. You can publish to both platforms.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can publish to YouTube and Vimeo and have great results. You can use that same content in shorter versions for Facebook and for Instagram. You can also use them for Twitter. Uh, You can place them on LinkedIn. So they're sort of the major platforms, the the places people are generally at. But I mean, of course, there's other platforms like Snapchat and um, Insta Stories, which we've not talked about. Pinterest, Twitter. Be interested in Twitter, that's right, and I think the key is you've got to find out where your audience is, like that's essential, you've got to do the research, because you could spend a lot of time creating a really, really fantastic video for Facebook, but your audience are all over on LinkedIn, well, and then yep. <laughs> you're not going to find them, so you've got to know where your audience is actually hanging out online before you actually start making the content.
1: Absolutely, and veering off here slightly, because I know we're talking about durations, but You know, take the time and that small bit of investment around a dollar a minute, if you're using rev.com, for example, to get closed captions for your videos. And potentially, if you're communicating to audiences that speak languages other than English, take up the subtitling option as well, which is pretty affordable. That means that you've got videos that have captions on them, which is essential for Facebook because... They play, you know, by default uh, on silent mode. So you've got the closed captions coming up there. Uh, It really helps with the searchability on YouTube. And, of course, if you've got foreign language subtitles, it just opens up. Um, your audience to all other territories wherever you're publishing those subtitles to and giving you know all of the accessibility needs um, for people who may not be able to hear your content as well so that they can read it so they're all benefits for taking that small extra step to make closed captions and for platforms like Facebook you will upload your video directly to Facebook so you're not going to link to it because it doesn't work as well do you want to touch on this
0: yeah so the way Facebook works is a little bit different so YouTube obviously yes you can link it you can embed in your websites you can share that link it's you don't really search on YouTube the same way whereas with Facebook you can add um, hashtags and things to bring up your content within the Facebook um, world it doesn't extend outside of that though so Facebook really wants you to produce what they call native content, which means it's not a link to a third party. It's within their platform. They want people to stay in their platform. And so if you um, upload directly to YouTube and you put your subtitle files directly into YouTube, YouTube's gonna favor that content over you creating content on and putting it on youtube or vimeo and then putting a link in a post so anywhere you can actually put it natively up onto facebook you're going to get a better result
1: yep and when you do that upload you also get the option of putting in those closed caption files as well and definitely do that because it's going to make your videos perform so much better on facebook so i think if we had to summarize the key recommendations here it would be Uh, work out what your premium content is for whatever duration it needs to be to meet your audience needs uh, and tap into their worldview and deliver great content to them. That content is probably going to live on YouTube and possibly other platforms like Vimeo, it's gonna get published to your website or your blog. Ultimately, um, for most of us, we are looking to drive traffic away from the social platforms and eventually want them to visit our websites or our blogs. So if that's the case, then the best strategy is to create shorter, Form versions of the same premium content but they're almost like teasers and at the end of those teasers you're promoting the premium piece of content and the website where you can access that content.
0: Yeah yeah that's right so to summarize you want to know your audience you want to know where they are what platforms they're actually utilizing so that you can make some decisions about the type of content oh just lost an earring you <laughs> can make some uh... Timber. decisions about yeah the type of content that you're going to make and the durations um, knowing you know what platforms your audience on also has some other benefits around the way you're going to upload and release your content um, so we've got yet yeah, know your audience know where they're at know the platform do the research on the platform what durations are working and just craft really good content. I think at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to.
1: Cross-promote. There's not one ideal duration, and the best way to cover yourself is to create great content and version it so that you can make the most of all of these fantastic communications opportunities across all the social networks where your audience are and then driving them back to your key platforms with your killer content because that's what's going to make you stand out.
0: Yeah. So if you've got more questions about this and you want to know some more information, please just leave some comments and we'll reply to them or you can reach out and contact us through all our own Moonshine Agency platforms and you can get all those links in the show notes. And um, we'd love it if you found this useful. We would be so appreciative if you could leave us a review or subscribe to the channel because it really helps us to um, create more useful content and know what you're actually interested in.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on the Moonshine Moonshot podcast. Look forward to seeing you next time.
0: See you then.